our three listeners that we have out there. I think it's more than that. You think it's more than three? I do, but I'm excited that those three and potentially many more came back to join us for episode two. Yes, well, welcome to The Dude and the Dapper Chap, episode two, talking about nothing really. Which I think we did a really good job of last week. And, you know, I looked and we have had the grand total of 24 downloads. 24 downloads. I think our goal this week (laughs) should be like double that. Double that? I don't know. 48? Because I'm sure we lost, if you think like when you invite people to an event, you you only get a third of them that come. So I'm thinking our first episode was like our invitation. So we're going to get a third of those back. So what's that, like eight people? Yeah, but here's the thing, too. We're going to lose part of the 24. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so yeah, we're yeah, only I going see. to get eight back. So, Well, you eight that come back, we think. We thank you very much. We do, and we had some interesting feedback about the podcast. My favorite was that in about two and a half years, this will be good. So I think that's... <laughs> how many episodes is that to go? A uh, hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty episodes, and then we'll be funny. So hang in there. We will uh, persevere, and hopefully in two and a half years' time, we'll be funny. So that's not too long. Does that mean funny, or that will make it big? She didn't say we'd make it big. She said that it would be... Well, she didn't even say it would be funny. She said it would be good. Yeah. So was our first episode not good? I don't know. I thought it was okay. There were two edits. Some of you may have listened to the 35-minute edit that was... (laughs) unapproved by our wives and then they listen to it and who did people get their hands on the yeah. unapproved one yeah 10 of those downloads <gasps> were before the uh oh no my wife is gonna edit. be upset i know if she knows that so well maybe she won't listen to this part i know my wife won't listen hey wife if you're listening <laughs> shocker because you haven't listened to the first one yet but whatever it's yeah. fine is she gonna start supporting us in this i would hope so she seems to think that this is some kind of uh, crazy folly that we have that we're following some dream that's never gonna come true but she's not gonna be saying that when we're staying in a holiday inn in a tour in north dakota yeah she? come on miss dapper <laughs> chick do that do that no no she, she's you're just the dapper chapette chapette come on chapette just be if we can't get you on board I, know. I have a tough time thinking we're going to get other people on board. But so far, the feedback has been that it just sounds like the meetings that we have at work. So, you know. Well, that's all right. I see a lot of people laugh at work. Yeah, that's true. I, hopefully they're laughing with, not at, yeah. which is the big difference. Okay, yeah. so so what's our, what's our nothing? What's so, our... here's how I'll start it off. Paul mentioned to me one time that he bought a car <laughs> and he never once gave it an oil change. Because oil changes are scams. It's a scam. I think, I think you can be scammed up in, in like them no. telling you you need more stuff, but I don't think they're scams. That's true. I do remember my first few oil change experiences where I went to Jiffy Lube and I was like, oh, hey, a $30 oil change that ended up costing me like a hundred bucks because it was a thousand things wrong. I have since learned that it's okay to say no. Like Nancy Reagan said, just say no. Um, but what I mean about oil changes being a scam is that I don't ever remember going for an oil change when I lived in England. Have you talked to your parents about this? I have not. However, I was an independent car owner for a few years. So I had a car that was mine. And you never put oil in it. I do not recall doing so. And I do not recall anyone being like, hey, needs an oil change. Time for an oil change. Like, it just isn't a thing. I don't understand why America is so obsessed with these oil changes all the time. I got a new car in September and it just had to have an oil change. How can the oil be yeah, that crappy? like five or 6,000 miles. 7,000. 7,000 miles. That's not I remember very back in the day, you could only go two or 3,000. See, it's a scam. So let me let me ask you this. Have you ever owned a car in uh, the United States and not got gotten um, 
oil change for it? I have not necessarily been the most diligent oil change um, patron. There have, may have been some times where I left it a little too long. There was once I had my wonderful uh, Honda Civic and took it to a, a great mechanic. Shout out to Vince Kwan. Uh, Vince Kwan. Shout out, Vince. He's great. I'm sure he's listening. Um, and he did an oil change for me and he was like, He's like, I have never seen a car that has literally got no oil in. He's like, I turned it upside down and nothing came out. And I was like, oh, is that is that bad? He's like, your car should have exploded. And I was like, oh, I, I see. But again, I don't feel like the oil changed. I feel like with cars, there's so many things to the flipping scams and oil changes are one of them. Yeah. And America's well, built into it. And I think you get worse oil. I don't think it's that... I think I don't think it's the. What? Uh, what? Well, hold on. We get the worst yeah, oil. Yeah, you do. They put something in the oil, or they dilute it. Maybe they're adding some kind of agent to it that makes the oil not last very long, and then you need to get oil changes. Well, when you have to like push your cars like the Flintstones, probably like they have in <laughs> England, maybe you don't need oil changes as much. You so you're calling me a Flintstone? Well, yeah. What kind of cars do you have in England? We have awesome cars. I had a Peugeot two hundred five for a long time. Do you know what that yeah. is? Does that look like? Is it a little tiny little car? Uh, it's kind of. Well, what's funny about it is every time I went around, around, roundabout, it went. <laughs> which I don't think is a good sound for a car to so like have a big thudding noise as it goes around the roundabout. How about my first car? It was a Volkswagen sixty nine Super Beetle. Of course it was. With palm trees on the side. Of course it was. And a sticker in the back. Of course that it was. said cruising. And it was yellow. Yeah. But I literally had to pump the brakes to get them to uh, engage to stop at stop signs and red lights. See, that's not a good sign. If the car's going to pump the brakes. I know. And the reason I had to get that one, because supposedly it was safer oh. than getting a Jeep. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go with the Jeep. Before we go into the Jeep, my first car was a Toyota Corolla that was my granddad's car. And I inherited it from him. And uh, it was pretty sweet, but it was definitely a, like a grandparent's car. I mean, and for me being so cool as I was, um, it was kind of a, a surprising car to have. Do they have the same cars in England as they have here? Uh, we have better ones, obviously. I mean, that goes without saying, but uh, predominantly the same. I mean... Yeah, big trucks and no, because, SUVs. Because and... we are not like going through <laughs> mountains and valleys. We're just like driving people to... Oh, that wait, that's what people are doing here in those big cars too. Which is crazy. I don't know why people need such fancy cars to like drive to Target and drive to the school. Mind you saying that you've got your Jeep, which I know is a lifelong Jeep dream and has made you super cool and not at all a massive Jeep dork. <laughs> My, uh, I've wanted a Jeep since I was 16, man. I had an opportunity to get a, a Jeep Renegade and my dad said it was unsafe. With that being said, I have uh, five younger brothers. Four of them got to drive motorcycles up and over a mountain to get to high school. So I just don't understand. And my dad still doesn't remember that conversation, but it did happen. Well, and apologies to anyone that actually does work with us, because I think you've all heard Jeremy tell that story about four bazillion <laughs> times, um, because I have heard it many, 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 many times. And he finally has his Jeep, and he's not at all a dork about it. So that's the cool thing. He doesn't. He did teach me the Jeep wave, which is great. The Jeep wave. You Nobody believed it. My daughters and my kids... Uh, they did not believe it until they actually saw somebody else wave back at me. Yeah, I didn't believe it either, but now I fully embrace the Jeep wave, and then you get mad at me when I do the Jeep wave when I'm not in a Jeep. Oh, you try to do it in your Honda. Yeah, but I'm still like, hey, it's a Jeep. It's a Jeep. No, it's time, time that's to not how it works, man. I, I get about 49% waves back. So are you taking the doors off your Jeep? No, my wife won't let uh, me, man. 
And I know you have Jeep Envy when we were driving home yesterday. Oh. How many Jeeps did we see? Three in a row with no doors on. Three in a row with no doors on. And here I am with my doors on. At least I have the yeah. top off and I get to be cool like that. So the doors off thing makes me a little nervous. So I feel like I'll be like in a UPS truck driving down the freeway and that doesn't feel Yeah, I can safe. understand where my wife's coming from because like if you get, if somebody like swipe, side side swipes you, uh -huh. there's literally no protection for you. Well, don't tell me that because I'm never going to want to get in it with the doors off. But I told her next year I'm taking them off. But I think before then I need to find some other safety doors that aren't completely off or i don't know they have some you need to find like a middle 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 ground option they have some doors that are just uh um bars oh and it's still you get the effect of i have to say I, I do feel pretty cool driving to work in your jeep if you can just imagine the scene it's me and jeremy with the top off in the jeep <laughs> with our sunglasses on jeremy's got his dad's sunglasses on listening to uh, some good 80s music. He does have 80s uh, dad sunglasses. And Paul sings along to the 80s. Yeah. Uh, Paul we... Abdul and... Paul Abdul is awesome. What Janet the... Jackson. What did we have the other day? Uh, Love Shack, oh, B-52. Yeah. So oh, was... what about when you got all hot and steamy over Belinda Carlisle when she came oh, on? Oh, I think hot and steamy <laughs> is maybe a stretch too far, but I do... Do you know what? Once, this was a long time ago, 1993, I went to a Belinda Carlisle warm-up concert. She was opening for Rod Stewart and she came to my town and did like this tiny, tiny, tiny concert. And I went and I waited backstage to meet her. Did you just shake her hand? No, because I what? stood there. I had this big cardboard poster of her that I wanted her to sign. <laughs> I'm so cool. And she came out and she's like, see you later, guys. I'm going to car drive off. And I was like, Belinda, what? the point is I am not going to see you later. When am I going to see Belinda Carlisle later? <laughs> she said, see you later. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, well, that's incorrect. Because unless we have plans that I'm currently not aware of, I ain't seeing you, Belinda. But then um, about three years ago, I have a friend, another friend called Jeremy, who had um, tickets to some 80s concert, at a concert place here, and had invited me to go, but failed to mention to me that Belinda Carlisle was going to be there until after the event and then told me that he got to meet Belinda. That was my see you later. You didn't go with him? No, because it sounded not very fun. Oh, well, that's what you get. And then he told me afterwards that he met Belinda Carlisle, which, you know, out of those 80s girls, she is my, she's, she's my favorite. I, I put her in with like Debbie, Tiffany. Tiffany, yeah. Didn't you see Tiffany at the Ogden, uh, the Ogden Mall? It was like, Mall? yeah, it was in Ogden Mall back when she was uh, popular. Wow. My claim to fame for... Uh, singers uh, is i have hugged faith hill and i think she had a crush on me i think she was attracted to me at first sight well, well oh, i know it sounds that, like it's coming back around let's to this cast conversation. Our minds back to the conversation <laughs> you had last week about you telling you thinking everyone's attracted to you so just, not only just famous people no, are oh, attracted to me but no and all gay men is what you said last week yeah yeah so all gay men and faith hill i i i yes but what made you think she was attracted to you because she hugged me and then i felt like she looked back as she was walking away <laughs> She looked back and was like, I know. oh, what could have... Was she married to I Tim know. at the time? It, it was their first concert series when they uh, told people they were dating. And I was really sad because I met her. <laughs> she opened for Tim. <laughs> and so I was in her fan club. And so I got to go backstage, me and my buddy. You're shout really out sad. to Grady. And um, we got to meet her. And uh, we were all excited. And then the next thing that happens, we go back out to our seat to watch Tim. Faith comes out and they do a duet together, uh -huh. and they kissed. Oh, no. I was so heartbroken. I mean, because it was devastated. It would have been so close. I think I had a chance. Yeah, is, is she taller than you? 
I think she's about five eight and a half. Also, <laughs> why does it always have to come back? I was to just my curious. Height, I know? just was curious. Just, uh, I'm trying to figure out how you and Faith would look together. I mean, how did you? Did you have to pay extra for this backstage access to Faith? No, we just had to join her fan club. Oh, yeah, that's pretty nice. What other fan clubs have you have that, you joined? Uh, I'm not sure. I was. You have one in particular that you're thinking about? No, no. I oh, was okay. once a fan of the. I was once a member of the Celine Dion fan club. Oh well, I'd rather be <laughs> a Faith Hill fan club you know, member. But I think that was. A, I think that was free somehow. I'd gone to. I I may have seen Celine Dion in concert about seven times. We there was like a <laughs> newsletter that went out. Yeah. To her fan club members. It was awesome. Yeah, man. I had like a little like membership card, and it got me ten percent off in the Celine store in Vegas. Because <laughs> uh, I went, I went and saw that, and but I, I've also waited backstage to meet Celine Dion. Did you get me her? No, but I met um, what's her husband, Rene Angelil. Oh, I don't know how yeah. you say that, well, but yeah, it sounds yeah. good. Yeah, um, I did meet him, and this was before she was super famous. I had a period of uh, going to a lot of concerts with my friend Trevor. Shout out Trevor! I'm sure that you're listening. And one time, actually, he had just put this on Facebook the other day that we were going to see um, a Cindy Lauper concert. You know who Cindy Lauper is? Oh, I do know who Cindy Lauper is. She Girls was, just want to have fun. Yeah, she was doing her greatest hits tour in 1993, and we had tickets to go to the Royal Albert Hall in London, and it was one of my first times going to London. And the Royal Albert Hall is in a place called South Kensington. So we get to London and we don't know where we're going. So we ask, and it's just me and him. <laughs> we're like, does this train go to South Kensington? And they're like, yes. And it felt weird because when you get into Euston Station, there's like over overland rail that kind of goes out everywhere. And then there's the underground that takes you into central London. And we're like, it seems weird because this is like overground. So we asked again and they said, yes, it did. And then we asked somebody else and they said, yes, it did. So we ended up being like, okay, this feels like the right place. The train was actually going to a place called South Kenton, oh. which is a very, very different experience than South Kensington. Uh, so we ended up in the middle of nowhere in this pub having to ring Trevor's dad to come pick us up. Did, were people, when you were asking in 1993, people or you were asking people how to get there, were they like, you're like 25 years old, you should know how to get there. I would, 25, <laughs> how old was I? I was like 16, 17, in London on my own. And I've never since seen Cindy Lauper. So I'll add it to my list of people that I need to see later. So I've got Belinda, Cindy Lauper. I went to a Chris Ledoux concert. You may not know who he is. No, He's I a, uh, rest in peace. He is a, uh, country, was a country singer. Uh-huh. And he sings a song called Copenhagen, uh-huh. which is a brand of uh, chewing tobacco. Oh. And so the first, I went, I've seen him about three times. And the first time I went, he started the song and everybody started throwing chew cans up on stage. Uh-huh. And so the next time we went, me and my buddy stopped at the Sev, bought a couple <laughs> chew cans, and we made sure to, to throw them up, up on stage next. Chris Ledoux. I think our experience going to concerts like growing up was, yeah. was quite different. I think, I mean, my I had a period in the 90s where I I got all of the famous women. So Mariah <laughs> Carey, Janet Jackson, Tony Braxton. How about Madonna. Yeah, oh yeah, we were talking about this the other day. I saw Madonna on the opening night of her girly show tour and I got in so much trouble because me and Trevor, again. Trevor sounds like a bad influence. Trevor is a bad influence. He's a pretty, pretty shady chap. Um, we went to see Madonna at Wembley Stadium on the opening night of her girly show tour and it started with like half naked people. And it was really rude and I got told off. Why did you day. whisper that? I don't know because the microphone. Is your mom still- listening? <laughs> You know what, if I do put, if I, when we kind of put this out on Facebook, I guarantee one of our solid and consistent listeners will be my mum, not my wife, who apparently doesn't want to listen, 
Don't mind that. We'll listen to this all the time. I'm going to a concert tomorrow, actually, as well. It's 4th of July patriotic celebration. It's going to be awesome. Have fun. Who, 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 who are you going to see? Uh, Rachel Potter, the well-known uh, singer. And oh, the actress. famous... Not so famous. She's probably listening Rachel to Potter. this too. I mean, don't don't talk smack about <laughs> Rachel. She's pretty epic. I don't know who she is, man. It's Sorry. gonna be good. And, but you know what would make my drive up to where the concert is a little bit nicer? A jeep. So can I borrow the jeep? Sure. Is that it? Really? No, I can't. No, you can't. Sweet, you all heard him. I can borrow no. the jeep. Paul thinks like if we put grenades in the jeep, we would feel like we were in the military. Oh yeah, I feel like I'm in like a movie where I'm like driving out to an airstrip and I've got to like run across while the helicopters go in. He's never drove in such a cool vehicle. It is it is pretty cool. I mean, I think what makes it slightly less cool is uh, your personalized license plate and all of your Jeep swag. It's kind of like that episode of Friends where Joey has the port. Yeah, do you remember that when he has the Porsche? Yeah, well, he doesn't have the Porsche. It was just parked outside on the road, so he got all the yeah. Porsche gear. I actually have a Jeep, and I have one shirt you're that wearing, says Jeep you're wearing that I'm right actually now. wearing right now. Yeah, but it's my one shirt. And you have like Jeep pictures in your. I office? do have Jeep pictures in my office, um, but that's because I've waited like twenty six years to get it, man. Well, I'm glad that your dream finally came true, and now you can uh, now you can drive the Jeep and get scammed oil changes. Yeah. First off, if I don't drive the Jeep one day and I take my son's car, yeah, you're all disappointed. So this let's let's not say I'm just the Jeep guy. This is very true. Well, I know one of the things we were talking about this week as well as we talk about your Jeep was uh, carpool um, carpool etiquette. Oh, car, just car etiquette. I don't know why people here cannot use their, uh, what are they called? Uh, I want to call it an indicator and you call it a <laughs> blinker. A blinker, that's yes. right. It is insane to me. Also... I put in that category of people not wanting to use their indicator, my wife, <laughs> who, when we're driving, she gets mad that she can't merge, but she seems to think the other people in the vehicles can read her mind and know that she wants oh, to Oh, that's so frustrating. Just like when my wife's in a lane, uh-huh. she wants to get to the other lane, right? and she's mad that the car next to her or behind her won't slow down or speed up i'm like well maybe if you indicate right. hence the name indicator well we don't call it indicator well we call it blinker because america has to have once again dumbed down the word because what we call it indicator tells you exactly what it what you're doing with it right you're indicating that you're coming over yeah, exactly huh. that that's interesting it is interesting I mean, blinker, blinker sounds cooler Blinker sounds really simple. It sounds like something you want to teach a kid. Put on the blinker and press the thingamabob. The other thing I hate is when you are waiting to get on um, or off an exit or on to an exit and you have that half lane that merges into your lane uh and people just cruise all the way up to the front. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll put my car halfway into the other lane. I know you do. And stop them from I know you merging. Do. And as the passenger, I get the wrath of that. When people are mad, and I'm like, I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm here for the ride. I hate this it. Is- I did hear that that's like the quickest, to let people do that is the quickest way for that line to go down yeah, because it's with. like you do the zipper thing where you kind of all merge, like it's like pulling a zipper up and it all kind of blends in together. Yeah. But, oh, I see that. Okay. But you've, I've, I've been in the car with you uh, many times when you've done that. Why are you laughing? Um... So I just got a text from my from my daughter. Hey. Your, your, your two kids are over here and my uh-huh. kids are playing with them. Uh-huh. And they're all outside the door listening. Yeah. Hey yeah. guys. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny, funny. So it seems like we have some special guests on this week's podcast. Yeah, maybe should maybe they should uh, become a loyal listener 
Yeah, how many kids? I've, on our got, iTunes. You've got four kids. I've got two. That's six downloads. Six guaranteed downloads for yeah. us if they would download it to their iTunes. Exactly. I know. We'll have to get them on one time. Seven, if your wife would. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's more likely that the kids are going to do it. Oh, yeah. What's some other driving pet peeves? Well, one of the pet peeves I have is that people think that the carpool lane is the super fast highway lane. Oh, you're one of those guys who don't go no, the speed limit and you're no, in the fast lane. No, 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 no. We call no, it the no. fast lane. No, not the carpool lane. The carpool lane. Oh, is not the, the carpool fast lane. lane. Yes. Yeah. That does bug me. It's not a fast lane. It's right. a carpool it's lane. It's a carpool lane. Mind you, you should still go at the speed limit in it, but it's not the super fast, super duper oh, crazy. But if you go the speed limit. Or even like five miles over, you get the stink eye from the person from behind the guy you, in the and they like behind you. <laughs> they tailgate you. Yeah, exactly, and I think yeah. it's terrible. I also feel like I should be given special privileges to pull people over for carpool lane violations because that is the number one thing that drives me crazy. Carpool lane violations. I always have a tough time with that because I see people in the carpool lane. Oh. Couple things. I see them just one person in their car yeah. in the carpool lane, but they could have the sticker, right? And I just don't know that. The thing that bugs me more are the people that go in and out of the uh, carpool lane yeah. on the double white lines. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. And I also, with the thing with the sticker, like if they have a sticker, I feel like I should have been informed of that so I can check their license plate against some database that I have to make sure. <laughs> and then if they're not, then I feel like I should be able to run them off the road. Yeah. I, I think that's fair. And I also try and employ some kind of sign language. Check them into the center median. Yeah, exactly. But I also <laughs> do this thing where I'm kind of like, I'll hold up two fingers. And then like one finger and like shrug my shoulders as I'm like, meant to be two, you have one, what's going on? But that doesn't seem to be universal. I, I, I feel like my, uh, I think I have some really good signs for driving that other I was, people need to understand. I was in the car with my wife the other day and we were cruising up the street and it was two lane, we had two lanes going our way. Uh-huh. And this, there was this Toyota truck and it kept swerving in and out of the lane. Was it? I was going to say, was it somebody whose name I should not mention, but carry on. No, no, no. <laughs> Nobody I know. But I thought at first I was ready to call the police because they were drunk. Uh-huh. I should have called the police because they were on their cell phone and they couldn't uh-huh. even drive. So I drive, get right next to her uh-huh. and her window's down uh-huh. and I honk my horn. Uh-huh. And then I speed up and get in front of her because I was nervous that she'd like sideswipe me or something. And then she comes up next to me and she just looks at me and giggles. <laughs> Did she think you were hot? Uh, no, and nor did I think she was hot. <laughs> Do you know in England you can't even touch your cell phone while you're driving? You said touch your cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you you said it kind of quick. I was just making sure. <laughs> I'm gonna try that again. Did you know in England you can't even touch your cell phone whilst driving? <laughs> I, I don't think you can do the other thing while driving either. But yeah. Definitely, it's the cell phone. You can't even like. Touch it. To it like, that's a good rule. I'd have a tough time with it's it. It's hard. I, because I, I am, I do not follow the rules. Um, what I try to do is at stop signs or, or not stop signs, red lights. Uh-huh. I'll check my stuff then. Uh-huh. But I have a, a smartwatch, right? Uh-huh. And I always catch myself looking down, which uh-huh. is just as bad as, um. Yeah. So you're doing it right now. now yeah. You're, you're looking at notifications right now as we speak because you looked at your watch. Yeah, and our kids just asked that or said that we should take them to Seven Eleven after we're done with the what? with the podcast. <laughs> see, I need to take my watch off because they see, keep exactly. texting me, man. Well, it's weird. I mean, it's weird that you have to look down at, to look to see the notification because that's the world's largest smartwatch that you have, <laughs> which I think is like the actual width of your wrist. Well, at least it's not like a girly looking one, like the uh, I the 
Apple watches. We're not going to get Apple as a sponsor if you talk smack about their products. First off, I'd rather have a different sponsor. No, I feel like our sponsors are going to be Squarespace because <laughs> they sponsor everything. Stamps.com oh, yeah. would be another good one. Shout out. Hashtag Stamps.com. And uh, LinkedIn. Yeah, what we also need to do is find some other uh, podcasters oh. and promote each other's yeah, do you podcast. know any other podcasters? Podcasters? One. One. Oh, who's that? Um, you know them really well then, I see. Yes, I do. Yes. I, I think I know one. I think he <laughs> still does podcasts, but I'm not sh- oh, I'm not okay. for sure. We need to, yeah, we need to establish some kind of podcast network. Yeah, that numbers are. I agree. Because, you know, not that I'm banking on this, but like, I've got great ideas for our talk. I, know, I think it would be awesome. I yeah. mean, that's some of for- Good podcast. I agree. I need it to go strong um, before 10 years. Oh, my goodness. Why? What happened in 10 years? (laughs) Well, at our employment, in 10 years, I can retire and get a pension. And I'm just looking for a second gig after that. So you're retiring in 10 years? I I am able to retire in 10 years. Most people retire in their 60s. That's like 42 years old. Uh, uh, (laughs) You're going to be 42 in 10 years uh, in your dreams. Well, it'll be close. You're just jealous because I get to work there a little bit longer. Yeah, like 35 years. I have two and a half years in. <laughs> oh, so 32 and a half more years. Yeah, but Okay. I love my job. I, I know you do. And I, yes, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy to stay there for 32 and a half years. It doesn't seem like a prison sentence, but at all. Yeah. That's how I feel sometimes when you're talking about retiring. I feel like that. I always think, I wonder if this is what I'll it's like. I'll give my probation yeah, earlier. Like I'm in prison <laughs> and like you're also another murderer, but you've already done 20 years and you've got yeah, 10 yeah. years left to go. Yeah. That's really how, how it feels, but like in a really positive way. Because yeah. I, I, do, I do enjoy my job, it has to be said. <laughs> nice. So um, what else did, what other non-specific uh, things do we have to talk about? I don't know. Let me, uh, let me. Let oh, me. I got one. Uh-huh. So I was talking to a couple people over uh this last couple of days because my oldest um child he just turned 17 uh-huh. and i was talking about how i'm not having a um, midlife crisis but oh. i'm having a midlife realization realizing i'm not as young as i i think i am so so what is the difference between a midlife crisis and midlife realization? I, I, was, I was trying to think of that and i think midlife crisis are the guys who who don't think that they're old uh-huh. i'm realizing that i am Hoping that I can still but I think feel young. But I think that's what kicks off a midlife crisis is like but, having like, I mean, not that I'm talking specifically about you, like putting on weight, losing hair, gray hair, <laughs> that kind of thing. I mean, I think that's where most guys realize that they're two out getting of those, older. Two out of those things may be true. Uh-huh. Um, but, but what do guys normally do when they have a midlife crisis? Uh, not get cool Jeeps. No, but what do they do? Don't they buy like convertible cars? Yeah, but I don't the have the car a... that they've always dreamt of having. I don't know. See, that's the difference. I don't know if they've always dreamt of having a cool little red sports car. Uh huh. I actually got what I, I actually got the vehicle that I, dreamt about for twenty six years. <laughs> See, that seems a little bit midlife crisis but, to me. But I understand. I'm I'm aging, and my kids are getting older. Uh-huh. But could... I don't try to deny it. Hey, you could be a granddad soon. Uh, hopefully not before I retire. <laughs> I don't know. Ten years. No. That, well, yeah. No, that, that's not going to happen. That's that's kind of crazy. It Grand, is crazy. It's crazy to think that. Grandpa dude. 
it's crazy to think that that's actually could be I a know. possibility, but I don't want it to I be a possibility. I have friends from school that are, that are grandparents, which is crazy. To oh, me. so do I. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Because I still feel like I'm about uh, 22 years old. Well, you look like three oh. times as old as oh. 22. <laughs> I thought I was going to get a compliment. Nice way, try, though. Where I look the same. Look, oh, look so, like so you're saying your hairline's the same as it was oh. 10 years ago. We talked about this last time. And yes, my hair, <laughs> after much comments, after many comments, um, I, we have established that my hairline is the Yeah, same. I need to remember what we talked about the podcast before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we were still talking about it this whole you week. You could be one of our downloads. I am Go a download. download. It and to I it think I'm multiple. Oh, do you know what's fun about our podcast? Podcast. Is when you listen to it on half speed. Oh, we sound so drunk. We sound, yeah, we sound really... Well, I actually sound drunker, which I think is... <laughs> I sound drunk all the time. Yeah, I think that's just the Utah accent making you sound drunk. Yeah. But um, yeah, half speed is is quite is quite the thing to behold. It's it's, it's funny. We listened to it the other day on our carpool. What's riding. funny is uh, because I've been telling people about it, I always have it up on my phone. So every time <laughs> I get in my car, it starts again. And, and they're like, I'm, really? You yeah. just keep listening to it Exactly. Every time I get in the car, with someone, they're like, really? You have this on again? And I'm like, oh no, it just seems like I do. But it's funny because a couple of people have listened to it and they're like, what did you think? And they're like, yeah. I don't think they really listen no, to it. Well, I think they just don't have anything constructive. So, you know, the whole, know. like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't yeah. say anything at all. And we, we, we do have an email address. Oh, we do? Uh, the dude and the dapper chap at gmail.com. <laughs> and you can follow me, Kid McRib. At Kid McRib, or we actually have a Twitter handle. Have we tweeted? No, Wait, we haven't. Wait, you should do a first tweet. I should. Put a picture of your Jeep on. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, put a picture of your Jeep on. So I'll put a picture of my Jeep on. But tweet. why I was saying that, if you guys have any comments for us, we want to we want to make it big in 10 years, or at least we want two to be... Half. Oh, two, two and, and, and a half. half. Yeah, we want to be half. at least good in two and a half uh-huh. years. So if you have any comments, please let us know. Yeah, I mean, and we say that as though we don't know any of you. Uh, most of you that are listening, we see it work. So you can also just stop us in the hallway and give yeah. us feedback. As well. Yeah, here's the thing. We like, we feel like we're funny and we, <laughs> like, and we like doing this. Uh-huh. We just want to make it so p- other people yeah. like listening to us. And you know, next week we're going to have our first guest. Our special guest. Our special guest. Shout out to Joey. You'll be joining <laughs> us next week. Joey is great at talking about nothing. She is... I think I've learned a lot from her about talking about nothing. Yeah, we have some. But this will be a. More, she has a lot of thoughts too. She does have a lot of thoughts, and she's good at sharing them. And uh, but this will be a very light heart, light hearted version of our conversation with Joey, because they can get pretty deep and meaningful. This will just be a. Yeah. So be a light hearted one, but Joey, you, if you're listening, you've got to think of a moniker. So we've got the dude, the dapper chap, and whatever you decide. And it has to have a hat associated with it, just <laughs> just in case you. Uh, become a permanent fixture and we need to add a little hat to our logo. So it's true. Find us next week. Uh, Joey will be joining us. I'm not quite sure when that's going to happen, but uh, we, we will make it happen. You're going to love Joey. She's super fun. Um, again, follow Jeremy Kid McRib on Twitter or follow us. Is it the dude and the dapper the chap? The dude and the dapper chap. We should do Instagram too. We should we, do We need to do we'll it more. Get, I'll get Instagram and I'll get Facebook put yeah, up. Yeah, and we should say, oh, I shouldn't say this because what if somebody goes out and gets them before us? Oh, we should copyright don't do it. That. Don't do that because I don't want to have to pay <laughs> you like $100,000 for the website. Yeah. Like, didn't didn't that happen with um, Beyonce? She got super mad because somebody stole her kid's website before she was before she did yeah it's very stressful well and we will you know that could be a conversation we have next week um because yeah. i may know somebody who's going to be a special guest next week that actually um oh, that's right. got their her two kids their email addresses 
yeah. um, as they were born. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about and thing. find out why she really did that and how how crucial that is. And if you are tempted to do that and try and uh, uh, get money out of us for return of the website, I really don't have any money. I do have a lot of 7-Eleven points, enough to probably buy two <laughs> fresh deli sandwiches. Um, so I'd be willing to maybe split that with you, but that's about that's about all I got for. I have a Costco membership, and I'm more than happy to get you uh, a dollar fifty coupon or I'm, a hot dog and drink. I'm sorry, you're more than happy. That has not been my experience. Every time I've tried to go to Costco with you, I would not describe you as more than happy to share. Yeah, because I think he needs to get his own Costco card. Why do I need to get my own Costco card? Because you keep one. gravy training off of mine. Yeah, well, I Costco's want... gonna like. They're going to cancel my membership because I keep getting you in and buying stuff for you. Yeah, and you keep telling them. When I'm getting my chicken bait, you tell them I don't have a membership. It's like you're trying to get me kicked out of Costco. Yeah. Anyway, Joey will join us next week. Jeremy forgot to turn the notifications off on his watch. See how loud that was? It's because it's mahoosive. Anyway, follow us on Twitter. Uh, send us some comments, some feedback. Join us next week. And, uh, jog on. Jog on. Jog on.